pack Bellaquea, perrea Pero amiga, antes que nada, primero date cuenta Me dijeron por ahí que te la pasas berreando En el paritas llorando mientras todo están perreando Todo es culpa de Bienvenidos a Radio Menea I'm Miriam Soila Pérez And I'm Vero Valletti Flores And we are two Latinx friends With wildly different music tastes And each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love. And this week we've got two very special guests joining us from our sibling Latinx music podcast, Song Mess. Hey! Hey! hey. What's good? Welcome. Welcome, <laughs> Beverly and Richard, mm -hmm. our podcast play cousins. Yes, What? yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, kind of play cousins, actually. Absolutely. I mean, it's specifically you, Vito, like, we often run into each other at shows, and yeah. like, we've had, like, some musical adventures, thankfully. We absolutely You two definitely have. have similar music tastes, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, just, like, I, I get really excited, because, like, I, like, I mean, I immediately, from the playlist, or at least from the description of your episodes, I can always tell who is who. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's rare obvious. that, like, I, I get surprised, and it's, pretty like, obvious. but it's pretty good. Like, you surprised me with some music choices that were going to be listening to today. Oh, yeah. So I'm this excited. is like a long, I feel like this is a long-awaited crossover. We've been talking about this for a while now. So Long-awaited. Yeah, because like, I mean, in January, we will have been doing this three years, and I feel like you guys are like almost at the same yeah, uh, amount of time. Yeah, we started in March or March. Something? Damn. March of so 2016. That's another way we're kind of like cousins. We're about the same age. Yeah. Yeah, about mm -hmm. the same age. Mm -hmm. That's yep. how we get along. I'm just really excited to like, finally this is happening. Yeah. Like we've yeah, it's really cool. It's been a dream. Shout out to the Latinos with Lunch Boys who like are really kind of like, we're kind of the big introductory yeah. point for a mm -hmm. lot of us. Yeah, that's really true. So tell us about the song you brought. And then I also want you to tell our listeners a little bit about your podcast in case they have not yes. come across it. So this is what we've been listening to is by an amazing new artist that Richard introduced me to called Sailor Fag. Tell us about it. Yes. So the song is called uh, Amiga Date Cuenta. This is by Sailor Fag. It is as uh, triggering and as otaku as it sounds. Um, he <laughs> loves Sailor Moon. He has her tattooed on 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 his body. Um, I use male pronouns for for him, even though he's very very gender queer. Like he doesn't give a fuck. He's always wearing makeup, like um, you know, gender nonconforming clothing and style. Like he is incredible, and his videos are also like super well produced mm -hmm. and super crazy. I actually had the chance to like interview him and profile him for Remezcla recently. Um, and you know, he has this great sense of humor. Um, and like, he's very political in his discourse. He calls out like, you know, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, machismo and like misogyny and homophobia all of the fucking time. He raps in inclusive language. And so this song, Amiga, Amiga Date Cuenta, it, first of all, that's a phrase that became very popular this year in Mexico. And it's basically about telling, telling his friend that like, that guy ain't worth shit. 
Yes, you know? yes. Because uh, y'all, we forgot to tell you at the beginning of the episode that <laughs> mm-hmm. because this is song mess, <laughs> the theme for this to this week's episode is songs about things that are messy. Messy. <laughs> yeah. And Sailor Fag knows how to get his his hands dirty. Like yes. his his music is incredible. Yeah. Wow. So basically, this song is about messy ass trash dudes. Yeah, trash dudes mm. and like, but also, but like, he's also like kind of calling his girlfriend out, also being like, messy, girl. Also, the messy women who love them. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. like mm. the messy women who just allow themselves to be played over and over again, and mm. it's like amiga, that the cuenta, come that on, that the cuenta, girl, yeah. <laughs> mm. I I love him. He put out his his first mixtape this year over the summer, like in June, and it's like it's very neo perreo. Like he's very good friends with like Tomasa and Miss mm-hmm. Nina, and so he's mm-hmm. uh, he's trying to get into like that whole circle of people. Um, again, st- like he's he's a fashion design student. He's still like in college. He's like twenty two years I old. I can see that based yeah. on his aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like it's very uh, it's it's perfect. It's and great. he's a huge YouTuber. He has a, a like a hundred thousand followers on YouTube. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he and he's very like he's like girl. I'm still out here grinding, but still in school. So stay in school. You know, like so cute. I so love him. He's a positive role model too. Totally. Absolutely. Like that's, and that like m- most of the people that who've told me about it are like straight guys who wow. like think he's both hilarious and, but making a great point. Like, cause he's really funny, but he's yeah. not like, it's not comedy rap or comedy reggaeton. No, no, not at all. Just very clever. He's very, very smart. And his videos like are genius, like just beautiful and stylized. Uh, I, I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Same. And where's he based? He is based in Guadalajara. He's going to school in Guadalajara. But, like, he might as well just move to Mexico City. He legit plays in Mexico City, like, twice or three times a month. Like, wow. And and he is, like, booked. He is touring all over Mexico. Um, he actually was invited to play at the Queer Biennale um, in L.A. this year. He so also played cute. at L.A. Pride. Um, yeah, like, it's Good for him. crazy. Amazing. Well, I love I love this song about messy men and the messy mm-hmm. ladies who mm-hmm. unfortunately love them. It's like everybody's messy. It's yeah, like <laughs> we're all messy to right. different degrees. Team messy for sure. I so, tell it. us a little bit about song mess for the listeners who have not come across your podcast. What's what's it about? What's your what's your deal? Well, Bev, you you take this one because I I kind of just ranted about my fave, my new fave. <laughs> okay, well, um, Richard and I met. Uh, at Festival Normal in Mexico City. Shout out. A few years ago. Um, and I was covering it and Richard was being awesome. And um, we became friends. And one day over drinks realized that um, all of our other friends really uh, hate listening to us talk forever about the Latin indie bands that we love. (laughs) And so basically we're two friends who've always bonded over indie music from Latin America. And that's what we've been doing. We've been getting together to talk about it for a few years now. Yeah. And we just hit play. I was I was thinking about that uh, because it was it was at a it was at a at a holiday party um, <laughs> mm. I, that I made Richard go to. It, but it was great. I, I like I still remember what I was wearing. I was wearing velvet and a harness. You were doing uh, your James <laughs> Bondage look. It was fantastic. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's and, what I call it. And I remember being like, like nervous about it. Like I was proposing, be like, so, cause like, as, as you just said, like whenever we were with friends, it, it literally is like people just fade into the background and we disappear in conversation for an hour. And then our <laughs> friends would disappear. Like, like right. my boyfriend would be like, oh, there they go. And he would just walk away. And I'm like, you know what? We should harness this power. Yeah. For good. Absolutely. <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of Bettis's houseplant Instagram. 
Because Bettis was like, I'm giving everybody unsolicited advice about how to care for their uh-huh. houseplants. I'm it just going to put this somewhere yep. productive yep. so that's, people get opt in. Oh my God. 100% oh, why I started my houseplant finsta. <laughs> so that's, that's our message to the world. Whatever you do that annoys people might actually be your gift. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's just, about spin, children. Just go hard on your hey. hobbies. <laughs> go hard on your hobbies and find your people for sure. Yes. Amazing. I love that so much. Well, um, if you all like Raya Mene and you like listening to Latinx music, you should absolutely hit that subscribe button on Song Mess. They are um, wonderful and you should absolutely be listening to them. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, me and Richard haven't recorded together in a while, so I forgot a really important part of our origin story, which is that we're two music journalists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Happen to cover a lot of Latin indie music. Yeah. Mm. Uh, We write for such publications as Remezcla. Mm-hmm. Hey. Well, yeah, like Remezcla, Bandcamp. I mean, yeah. you write for way more than I because obviously you've been in the game longer, but also you've put in much more work than I have. I've, I don't know. I think you've actually caught up with me in like the few years you've been the doing hustle. it. Mm. Well, I don't know if you. I don't know if you ever saw yourself this way, but I definitely see you this way. Like, kind of as a mentor for me in this thing. Aww, well, I'm happy to be one. Yeah, like Aww, I mean, that's why. Sweet. Like, for example, like on the lift over here, Cute like moment. I was like, I was, I was mm-hmm. bouncing off like some some pitch ideas. Like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? You know, that's adorable. Um, All right. Should we go into our next song? Yeah, I think we should. So we we did for this episode is we each brought one song, and then we asked our special guests to each bring two songs that were messy. So this is my pick for this episode. Um, It's called Mil Horas, and it's by Magic Juan. in college I particularly remember it as part of a workout mix so I'm like I hear it and I feel like I'm on the treadmill again or something that's um, so funny but it comes from if longtime Rally Manea listeners will know this reference there was this mix CD I bought in Spain called Caribe 2005 and it had so many reggaeton jams on it and this was one of them I know and so I like often often reference it when I'm talking about this era of music or this time so yeah this it's is like the now this what I, that's what I call yeah, music basically like Caribbean but, version but, <laughs> and I bought it in like fucking Madrid or somewhere on the street you know it's like one of those wild things 
Um, and so, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously with this theme, I mean, Pobrecito, he's like standing out in the rain for two hours waiting for her. And then she's like, I don't want you. You're wet. I'm like, that's rough. That's rough. But also you know like what, maybe though? you're a little stalkerish if you're waiting for two yeah, hours. Yeah, it's a little messy yeah, to like be waiting for somebody for two hours out in the yeah. rain. It's just like, it's if, a lot. if you're wet is how much questions. it takes for you to be like, I don't want you. It's like, you probably shouldn't have waited for and two yeah. hours. Literally, she's like, nah. Yeah, I, have, I have some questions for sure for sure um, so I didn't actually know anything about Magic Juan until I was looking at this episode but he's actually from Proyecto Uno so we brought yes, them before to this podcast yes. and also uh, former uh, like longtime listeners of Hathalaya Manel uh-huh. know that I have a very deep place in my heart for Medding House yes yes yeah. This, this yeah. I knew. I'm like, a Proyecto yeah. Uno Ilegal. Yeah. Like, Ilegales are ilegales? still huge in, Me- in Mexico for a reason. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hear people reference Ilegales all of the time. Wow. And I'm like, hilarious. Like, Ilegales? Amazing. Yeah. Oh, you did that story on um on that, on, on that for Remezcla. Yeah, I right. did. I did. Like, yeah. I picked, like, a few songs. And I was like, these uh-huh. are the ones that you need yeah. to talk about. You need to think about if you're looking at, like, Medding House. And I included mm-hmm. a few. Yes. It's mm-hmm. so good. And I was talking about that with, with Checky, who is Algodon Egipcio. Uh-huh. He also. He also contributes for Ramesca because he did one on Tecno Merengue oh, and yeah, about how did. that's big in Venezuela. Yes. And I was like, wait, can you? Because I was like, Vero did Medin House. Can you explain to me the difference? And he did. And I was like, hmm, sounds to to my <laughs> ignorant mind, it sounds the same. But I'm Very like, similar. Right. Like, right, right. Um, uh, when we were listening kind of electronic music is all about nano genres. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's a good point. Total micro genres, you know, like that's what it is about. When we were listening to the song, you pointed out, Vero and then Beverly, that this has like a bachata sort of guitar reggaeton thing going on, which makes sense to now, like why I like it so much. But back then I wasn't listening to bachata, so I wouldn't have made that that connection. It, it, that beat reminded me uh, somewhat, not the melody, because the melody, I, I feel like I place it from like a, like a mainstream pop song. I, 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 I'm, it's going to bug me for a few days, but the mm-hmm. beat, it reminded me of like, um, I forget the name of it because I'm not a big reggaeton fiend. I did bring that Sailor Fag song though, but uh, um, but uh, what is it like? Like cuéntale. Yes, the Evie Queen song. I was actually oh, going to yeah, reference you. that because mm. I brought that song. Um, I brought a, a, an Evie Queen. Evie Queen does that sometimes, where she'll like um, bring in the the little like bachata guitar. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then yeah. It's so good. Like it, there, there's something about it that sort of grounds it. It, yeah, it totally. makes it less electronic and in a way more folky. Mm-hmm. Um, like the yeah. the incorporation of that acoustic instrument, I actually really dig it. Well, it does so give cool. it like um, a little bit of a melodic backbone. Mm-hmm. It sort of fills things out for sure. Yeah. So and yeah, this is just a jam. And that lady is and totally bogus for making him wait two hours and then being like, bye. Right, well, but maybe, maybe he's communicated. Yeah. But maybe it's unsolicited. Maybe he did check his voicemail. Well, yeah, yeah this is I the know. time before cell phones, y'all. So you know, situations were different. It'll be speaking yeah, that messy. So I, have, I have some stories like that from my younger days. So, whoops. Yeah, cuéntale is is Don Omar, and then I brought an Evie oh. Queen song that is um that is what that also did that that thing. So it's a very it's like a common like you know, early, like 2003, 2004, 2005 thing. And I think it like, it brings up sort of the way that um, Dominicans are involved and like Dominican-ness is involved in reggaeton. Mm -hmm. It's like people don't talk about it as much as like Puerto Rico and Panama. But when I found out that actually like Puerto Rico was kind of like the big originator, I was always like, huh? Because I I grew up in DR and I always like, I knew I grew up with reggaeton, even though I was never like a huge, huge fan. Right, right. And maybe what I'm thinking of was like Med in House or something like that because yeah. I grew up with like Sandy Papo and like Sandy Papo, yo. Fulanito. <laughs> You're really like bringing me back. I had a, I had a Sandy Papo tape and yes. I, I was like, work. 
Um, so yeah, my shit. that's, that's what I think of like, I, and obviously now I know that's not necessarily yeah, reggaeton, yeah. but like Don Chesina, you know, like yes. that's the kind of, yeah. I was like, yeah, like reggaeton is Dominican, like for the <laughs> longest time. That's hilarious. Right. Well, borders are fictions y'all. So, you know, yeah, that's Ooh. right. Belongs to everybody. I mean, this, so this, this guy, Magic Juan is a U.S. born Dominican from Washington Heights. So those are his mm-hmm. words oh, too. But yeah. And this song is from his 2004 album, Inevitable. Amazing. So should we go into our next amazing mm-hmm. song by Beverly? Oh, Beverly's pick. What do we got? What do we got? <laughs> so Beverly brought this amazing cover. Um, why don't you tell us about it? Um, this is a cover of uh, Linger by the Cranberries done in a um, mariachi style. Um, this group mainly seems to do um, video game covers mm. um, but or like version, mariachi versions of video game themes. Wow. Um, but and Yeah, and they're called I'm, Mariachi Entertainment System. Yes, Let's so, that, take a so that makes sense. Let's take a listen. Could return, don't let it burn, don't let it fade. I'm sure I'm not being rude, but it's just your attitude. It's tearing me apart, it's ruining everything. I swore, swore I would be true, and honey, so did you. So why were you holding her hand? Is that the way we stand? Were you lying all the time? Was it just a game to you? But I'm in so deep You know I'm such a fool for you You got me wrapped around your finger Do you have to let it linger? Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to let it So, Beverly, tell us everything about this Cranberries cover, this Mariachi Cranberries cover. It's so good. Well, you know, it came um, into my life at random um, shortly after we decided we were going to be doing an episode about messiness. And then I was like, oh, the 90s, when I was a messy teenager, that is going to be the theme. Yeah. And so this is this is perfect for that. And um, this song is, I wasn't a huge Cranberries fan, to be honest, mm-hmm. but this song was everywhere on every radio station. Oh, yeah. You could not escape it when I was mm-hmm. in high school. So yeah, um, same. it definitely takes me back to what is arguably the most messy period of my life. So that's that is the whole, and then this group is amazing. So I was like, perfect. Yeah, why is teenage them so messy? Well, hormones. Yeah, <laughs> Horm- right. hormones and ignorance. That's why. That's why. <laughs> and Feelings, lack of experience. Not a lot of skills. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of hormones control feelings, over your life. Not a lot of skills. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> not a put lot that of on a t-shirt control. now. <laughs> um, yeah, this was giving me like full on like what I like about it because it 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 doesn't necessarily it's not that it doesn't sound like mariachi it doesn't sound like a stereotypical mariachi yeah right, um right. it 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 sort of like reduces the folkloric 
uh, obviousness of it, and it increases the instrumental mm-hmm. sort of like stringed beauty of it. Yeah, but you still have those horns in yeah. the background, right? Really like the work. Yeah, it's yeah, just giving me like um, party band mariachi. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is like you know full costume orchestra um, on a big stage in Guadalajara yeah. type mariachi. And, like, it's giving me, like, peak 90s, like, you know, Charmed. This is being performed at P3. That was their name, the name of their club. And, you know, like, I'm just getting, like, full-on, like, I don't know, pixie cuts. Oh, pixie cuts. And, like, velvet mini dresses. No, I'm having having intense flashbacks. (laughs) Yes. Slash, the 90s are back. I have a velvet mini dress. Wow. Wow. With, with the docks. Just wear it with some docks and you're good. Uh, I'm wearing I mean, docks really right now in a teeny best tiny if purse. it was crushed. And it work. Yeah. No, man. <laughs> no, but that was excellent. I lived for that. What was the name of that group again? It was called, they're called Mariachi Entertainment System. That's kind of great. Okay. I'm definitely going to look into them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've been watching actually a show about messy teens called Big Mouth. Uh huh. And it's like it's it's funny. It's got like it's funny moments for sure. Because it's it. I've I've never I've never watched it, but I, I it's like about that like weird awkwardness that you feel when things begin to change in your body. Right, right. And it's like about these kids that are probably like eleven, twelve. It's a cartoon, and they're like they have these like their hormone monsters are anthropomorphized. You know, like their hormones wow. are anthropomorphized into these hormone monsters, and they're like telling them to do all these things it's really amazing i've heard that that's actually like really smart and sex positive yeah it's very sex positive and smart for sure like kind of right on about gender issues and things like that yeah yeah it has been i started watching it i've seen other people um watching it but i'm not usually like an early adopter to a tv show which i'm not this it's like on its third season but um but this comedian, I found out this comedian that I follow and I like started writing for it in its third season. I was like, okay, if he writes for it, it's a comedian it- called Jabuki Young White, who's hilarious. Oh, I follow him on Twitter. I, oh my I, God. I retweet him like it's my job. He's the best Twitter <laughs> follow of my life. He's so fucking funny. Mm. Queer, man of color, just amazing. There's I this, highly recommend. There's this great screen grab that I like has been circulating through like all the gay sites or like gay Instagrams. And it's like a screen grab of like this this like older queen uh-huh. just sort of scolding this this teenager who I guess is also gay and he says to him like you know um gay and bitchy is not a personality and oh, I'm like work yeah, <laughs> yeah gay and bitchy that's from big mouth yeah right? yeah um who, like, I'm blanking on the guy's name who created big mouth it's sort of um he's a he had another show he's a comedian who's pretty famous yeah, I'm blanking. I'm blanking on his name too. But I, okay, we're I, terrible then. Yeah, but I was I was impressed to find out he did that. Yeah. So, so it's 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 a funny show, y'all. I'm not like it's no like Steven Universe or Bob's Burgers for me, <laughs> which is my de rigueur favorite cartoons in my household. But it's pretty funny. Um. All right, should we move on to our next song? Let's mm-hmm. do it. It's time for your pick, Beto. So my pick I chose not because the song is messy, but it's basically was written because of how messy people can be. This song Mm. is called Pelo and it's by Nitty Scott. Dale morena like it's Puerto Rico. She 
back it up, back it up, let me read that. I got thumba with my lingua bilingual. You talking about money, you talking my lingo. Hair in my nails and my toes is beneath. Go home, girl, break me up, give me five, give me cinco. I shake my tetas, don't grab on my cheeto. She so into me, though, girl, powerless link, ho. I got my chetty for all your machismo. I go to travel all over your ego. Not your princesa and not your amigo. Hoping that you get the point like a free throw. Damn, bitch, why you all up in my head with your hands, bitch? I don't think you wanna do it for the gram, bitch. Like a reader, mama seed with the yams, bitch. Now let me dance, bitch. <laughs> no toques mi pelo. No toques mi pelo. No toques mi pelo. These niggas mad and these bitches is jello. No toques mi pelo. No toques mi pelo. No toques mi pelo. These niggas mad and these bitches is jello. Cállate la boca. Whip it like it's coca. Nigga, don't be scared of little pelo on a chocha. Dale la comida, he say hello to the chocha. Catch me with some chola, friquitona, go me loca. I need to see Hollywood pay viola. I need to see some brown girls in the MoMA. I need these niggas to smell the aroma. Do it like Diddy and take that like Toma. Oye, que mentirosa. You running from the sun, you semi sosa. I just walked up in the club with diosas. Now you can hop off of my areola. Don't touch my band to my bundles, my dreads. I pop the blue pill and I pop the red. Back in this bitch, I'm alive and I'm dead. No toques mi pelo, I said what I said. All right, so I brought this song because I wanted to bring something new, and this song came out pretty recently. And um, y'all know that I we really like Nidhi Scott on this podcast. She's amazing. And um, basically, this song, she keeps saying, No toques mi pelo, which I think is um, a really cool way to put herself in conversation with Solange and, yeah. like, um, who, by the way, I feel like I've been trying to tell people about Solange since like 2012. I'm finally glad that she's got her just too. Um, but, and, and like she mentions, you know, like things like get off my areola, which is a reference to Janelle Monet. So she's like putting herself in conversation with like, some of the most amazing black women artists of our time. And, um, and I think the song for this theme is, it's like, it's like, why are people so messy? Why are people out here touching black women's hair? Mm. Get familiar with consent. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Mm-hmm. You know? So that's, that was my, uh, that's my interpretation of messy. You know, it's like, this basically has to be written because now black people stay messy. Why? We, why are we like this? My, messy racism. <laughs> messy racism. Well, what I was going to yeah. say at first is because, like, I really like sort of, like, how unabashed and lewd and sort of, like, in your face she is. And mm-hmm. I, I love it. Like, I was like, it made me think of Lizzo. It made me yes. think of, of um, God, uh, why, why am I blanking? Oh, Cupcake a, oh, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, but then there's that sort of, like, very, I don't... Somebody once said, like, tropical is such an overused word. So I was like, <laughs> you know, but there's this sort of, like, Caribbean flair to it. And yeah. from the, from the percussion, yeah. I'm like, I'm seeing a lot of color in, in my mind. Yes. And so it made me think a little bit of Harina de Marco in that way. Like, not necessarily mm-hmm. comparing in, like, what they do, more their energy. Yeah, Um And totally. I, I really, really, really dug that. Like, it's just such a cool, energetic song. Yeah, it's very energetic. And we were talking when we were listening to the song um, about how this would make an amazing video. It's like you can yeah. already tell just by its energy that it would be incredible. I mean, think of the hair stunts. Just yes. think of the hair stunts. Yeah. Afros and braids and like side ponies. And, yes. Oh. So many good styles <laughs> that could happen. A strong bang. Yes. So many <laughs> and so much like slapping away of hands. Yes. How dare you? 
That would be so good. I live. I mean, because she she obviously seems like she can handle the fuck out of herself. So it's just like, uh, did you hear about this thing that was like a, a video game? And it was like, um, it was developed by by this this black developer. And it was about how like, um, she was the main character and it's just her with like her beautiful like hair and it's just the the game is to keep a bunch of hands from touching oh, her hair oh I did hear about it that it was so good wow. yeah you slap hands away yeah it's just like pew, pew, oh my god wow. yes it's essentially a tower defense game but like with your hair <laughs> it's so good that's so, really brilliant maybe maybe that's what it is is that you know nitty scott is just a ninja sort of like batting hands yes. away the whole time yeah yeah she does she has that charisma i saw her perform um at the afro latino festival not last mm, year yeah. but two years ago she was there um and and she's great she just has that great energy like what you hear on the track is like what she brings to the stage she's another artist who's been around for a long time yeah and people have been saying for years check nitty scott out yeah and i think people are starting to listen i hope so man because she's been around for a minute and she's been putting in her work and right. like she's always putting out singles always you know like she had her album creature that came out a little bit ago um not super recent like last year maybe but um, yeah, I, I'm always looking out for her because she, you're right. She's just like been around and doing the thing. Yeah. And I, and I, um, I didn't know this, but like, uh, the earlier this year I wrote for Remesca, like a list of like queer art, queer and trans artists that you should know. Mm-hmm. And, um, Isabella sent her my way and, um, it, I didn't know that she was bi and like open about it and yeah. like, you know, really sort of like I incorporates that, that either. Yeah. So it's like, it's really cool. It's just like it's dimension. Away right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like for future, future content. <laughs> hey, Yeah. Yeah, she's mad cute too. So we welcome her on the team. Yes, ma'am. Well, and it's really cool because like I, I, I'd had heard her name thrown around for like a couple of years, but I always associated her with more of like you know American or like New York City hip hop. Yeah, per se. yeah. And, and she is very much in that scene, like New York City hip hop scene. But yeah. Remescla recently sort of like brought her into like now being associated with like sort of like more of a, also like a quite a Latin fan base, a Latinx fan base. And I was just like, I, I feel like for many artists, like at least like, even if you are a Latinx artist in the U S you know, if you do get like sort of recognition from non Latino, you know, uh, publications, mm-hmm. you're just associated as being more of like a, a I don't want to say gringo <laughs> to not be disrespectful, right, but right. like as a more of a, like a, a U.S. Statesian, mm-hmm. um, artist than like just sort of like, um, seen for your Latinidad or your Latino yeah, music. Yeah, like your you know? full self. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it's really cool that like, I think she's getting attention from both sides, mm-hmm. which I, I feel ultimately should be the goal, like not just one or the other. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Do you guys right. think it's getting to the point where um, artists can do that now, where they can, you know, they can be complex and be their full selves, or is it still taking some time? Um, it's sort of because uh, you know there. It's always sort of interested me where there's like there's a ton of Latinx people in music in the United States, but we don't necessarily but we don't always think of, as think that of them. Way. And right. We wouldn't put them on a list. And it's like, there's actually so many, like the other song I brought in is, uh, by Mazzy star. Mm-hmm. Yes. And hope Sandoval is another artist where people aren't like, Oh, Latinos in music. Like right. she's yeah. just been doing the damn thing forever. And you know, right. there's a million people like that who are like hugely important in American music. And, um, 
I'm sure their Latinidad is part of, like, if you ask them, they would say it's part of what they do. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's not necessarily has to be written in, like, big red letters. Right. Right. Um, but I'm wondering, you know, but then there may be some artists like that who felt like they can't embrace that part of themselves because totally. they'll get pigeonholed. And I'm just, sometimes I'm, I'm always watching to see if that's changing, like, if we're ready to be that nuanced. Well, the conversation has certainly evolved. I mean, you know... Um, and and again, you really do walk the line between like, you know, this is a part of my identity that I want to share with you all, or, hey, I'm trying to capitalize on the fact that this is blowing up, you know? Right, Like, right. you know, mm. if 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 Mazzy Star puts that on, they're like, oh, we, we're going to be like putting them in the same, you know, breath as Bad Bunny or something, and they're not obviously doing the same thing. Um, so like like, sometimes it it's almost seems like in the past, the only way to be authentic would be to be inauthentic in the sense of like, you know, keeping some parts of yourself out of the picture. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's this weird idea of like, are we, are we claiming these artists for personal game right. or, or, you know, are we doing it for representation or are we doing both? Or what does that mean if we are doing, you right. know, it's just I think like, that yeah. right now we're seeing all of those things, yeah. right? We see yeah. somebody like, for example, like Cardi B, who is like a really mainstream, like in everybody's ears, mm-hmm. successful artist who is sort of very like whatever about like this is who I am right like I'm Dominican and I'm Trinidadian I'm American I'm gonna make trap songs and that's I'm a trap artist and also like these people are like you know reggaetoneras or reggaetoneras are people who like I listened to and grew up with and admired and I'm gonna make that music and they're they're people in my musical scenes because that's where I move to and then you've got people like Selena Gomez right Right. who is like All, you know, what she's <laughs> trying to be, what or was trying to be is a pop star who is like, you know, she kept her name. So that's, you know, shout out her for that. But yeah. like, she's just like trying to be like, I'm just like everybody else. I'm all like writing sudden, her light skin yeah. to that. But like all of a sudden, the repente, it's yeah. like, oh, like Despacito's on the charts uh, or, you know, Bad Bunny has a song with Drake or whatever. And like now she's like on an Osuna song and it's, Everyone's on a reggaeton song now. Yeah, so yeah, it's but it's like, but it's a little bit of Demi the, Lovato did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's a little, but, but so it's a little bit of like a, is it like this was always like what you wanted to do, yeah. and sla- or like are you trying to capitalize on it? And spe- specifically for Mexican artists, I yeah. feel like it's like a little sus. Like you know, Thalia is hilarious and amazing, but like she would have never have been seen on a reggaeton song in 2005 that is true right and like so so it's it's just like an interesting it's all over the place right it's like i'm here to capitalize on this but it's also like part of who i am and it's also like what my family listens to and also i I don't know it's um, hard to assert intention you don't know you know it's hard to know what her intention was or what she wanted to do when she was on barney and friends you know and now is doing this like (laughs) like i don't know her you know i don't know her life and also this is the complicated dance of like assimilation and success right. and staying connected to your root. Like, you know, I think it's really hard to point to anyone and say, well, they're clearly doing it this way or that way, you know? Definitely. So I think you're, you're definitely right, Vero, that there's a lot of different things going on and we may be in an interesting transitional phase where there's like the chance for some kind of change, but I don't know in America culturally, I think we go of, a step forward and then a few steps back and then absolutely do the, our weird little dance and then forget what we did. Yes. So who knows oh, what will so happen. So much forgetting. So much forgetting. All right. Well, let's listen to uh, this Mazzy star song. It's, it's called look on down from the bridge. 
yeah, damn, like come on, come on through with like the '90s shoegaze sadness, like balled mm-hmm. up on the floor crying. I know this is a this is definitely like a sad sad teen jam. I'm, so that that would definitely be um so yeah this this definitely like evokes um like the the cranberries cover got me thinking about um you know other songs that defined my messy teenage years and uh like a girl I really liked got me into Mazzy Star and <laughs> that was also a mess because that was my life back then and um. So, yeah, Richard Richard was was right when he was like, "Wow, curled up on the floor crying," and I'm like, <laughs> "Get out of my mind!" Like I'm just again, I'm transported back to Charmed at the at P3, just sort of slow dancing, or on Buffy, like at the Bronze. I mean, come on, '90s babies, I know y'all out there. So, yes, I was curled up on the carpet, and I, you know, wearing crushed velvet and a rhinestone dog collar, and again, and, a pixie cut and know. like a PVC choker. I see this. And like shimmery lip gloss. I mean, like I was fashionably depressed. I was in Zubas just, you know, doing the running man in the background. I definitely had an emo phase. I had an emo phase, but this is a lot. This is a lot for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, again, I just see, I just see slow dancing in a 90s TV show. Absolutely. The two main characters had a fight at the beginning of the show and now they like have made up and they're slow dancing to the song at the end, right before the credits roll. No, that was my junior prom, Richard. Yeah, mm-hmm. in a gym mm-hmm. with some streamers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> team feelings. Mm-hmm. Yes, team feelings. <laughs> Beverly, you're so, clearly yeah. on so team I'm, feelings for sure. I am definitely team feelings mm-hmm. today and probably every day more than I'd yeah. like to admit. I'm team perreo because I'd rather be proud, not be have proud. feelings and work through my emotions on the dance floor. Yeah, mm. yeah, same. I'm, I'm here to perreo it all out. <laughs> Just leave it on the dance. Not a competition, even if it is. But I guess, yeah, I guess another reason um, I brought the song in is because um, Hope Sandoval is like uh, my patron goddess, and um, I would be such a mess if I ever interviewed her. I see. So that's that's another reason. So she's pretty amazing. This will be again. This will be in the past tense uh, by the time it comes out. But uh, they are sort of like pre-headliners at. at Tropicalia Fest, which is happening this weekend, again, in the past tense by the time this comes out. Um, so let us know, like, how that was. Make sure yeah, you did be y'all posting. see it? Yeah, I'm like, I want to know. Because mm-hmm. um, it's just like, headliners are like Morrissey and Cardi B, and then like Mazzy Star right before. I'm like, so like, funny. what's that going to be like? I feel like I blacked out and curated this festival myself, it's and great. now I just really want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I almost went, but, you know, your boy is broke, so anyway. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Isn't it also like um, a taco festival? Allegedly. Like, why are we not there? I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna curl up on this carpet and cry. Yeah, our Richard, we're 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 gonna go out with your messy fave. So tell us about yes, your second pick. Yes, we are gonna go out with your messy fave. Please tell us about this gem. So I'm really so I really wanted to to appeal to both the the Vero sensibilities of sound <laughs> and the Pere sensibilities. I appreciate and you. <laughs> so that first one, that Neo Perreo moment, was absolutely you know very Vero. <laughs> Thank you. And then I wanted mm-hmm. to bring like a classic of Latinx pop. Um, in Pimpinela, and then the song is Aesa, and it is a combative, messy-ass song about, like, you go ahead and be with that one, you bastard. And uh, let's listen to that now, and then we'll talk a little mm-hmm. bit more about it. Yes. Ven aquí, quiero decirte algo. Aesa, que te aparta de mí, que me roba tu tiempo, tu alma y tu cuerpo, te dile 
¿Qué quieres? Que venga, que tenga valor Que muestre la cara y me hable de frente Si quiere tu amor ¿Para qué? A esa, que cuando está contigo Va vestida de princesa A esa, que no te hace preguntas Y siempre está dispuesta A esa, Betty, dile tú ¿Qué? Que venga, ¿Para qué? yo le doy mi lugar ¿Quieres probar? Que recoja tu mesa, que lave tu ropa y todas tus miserias. ¿Qué quieres demostrar? Que, venga, que se juegue por ti. ¿Qué vas a conseguir? Que no ves capaz de darte las cosas que yo te di. A esa, a esa, a esa de ti dile tú. Que venga. Esa que te pone tan mal Fue capaz de hacerme volver a vivir ilusiones perdidas A esa que te hace hablar Y yo le debo las cosas que hace mucho tiempo tú ya no me das A esa que le puede costar Bitch, that song is messy as fuck It is like a McDonald's fight between, yes. like, between a couple who's like Bitch, why you talk? Who you talking to, girl? You know, like, wait, okay, that's just gays fighting, but you get what I mean. McDonald's fight level messy. <laughs> just that's- like you know, they're they're on online to get that dollar menu like figured out. Like, and she's with- like, come to tell that bitch to say it to my face. Like, I got, I want a McFlurry, but the machine is broken. Fuck you, and you know, like that lady that you're texting. You know, just wow. like it's so good. I can't um, believe this was yeah. never a novella theme song. It feels so appropriate. I mean, Pimpinela might have been. I honestly don't know, because uh, I don't know if you know about Pimpinela, but they're like, so they're a brother and sister duo mm-hmm. um, who sing as a couple. And like Beverly Creepy. actually had a, had a great observation, <laughs> which is the the White Stripes, they were a couple, but they tried to play it off as if they were brother yes. and sister. Which is oh, creepy weird. either way. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just not either great. Either yeah. Weird. Backwards yeah. or forwards. <laughs> I don't, what are you guys doing? Yeah. But, right. You know, um, but once, weird. so so last summer I was at Primavera Sound uh, with a with a friend who's a very good drinking buddy of mine, and we were watching the XX, and mm-hmm. I don't really listen to gringo music anymore. Like I just yeah, I'm full yeah. full bodied in Latino and, yeah. stuff. Me too. And and I was like, so who's the XX? And she was like, they're like Pimpinela, but from like London. And I was oh, like, oh, immediate because they the, the, not a bad parallel because it's like this guy and this girl like they they sing to each other all it's like they're all duets and they yeah, all sing this to is each like other very it's like a duet like classic duets like yeah. we are in a song conversation right exactly and um, and I mean Pimpinela are very famous for this other songs like Olvida me pega la vuelta he's like quién es soy yo qué vienes a buscar a ti you know yeah. it's just like <laughs> so they're just famous for this nut the, this nuttiness and this particular song is just the best he's like go tell her to pull up I will not not fuck her the fuck yeah. up like <laughs> period. <laughs> Shout out Lana Del Rey, oh Lana Del Monterrey. God, I will not, um, not fuck her up. <laughs> it's so good. She is ready to throw down. I she live. truly is. Plus, if you if you all, dear listener, look at the video that we're gonna link in the show notes. They are like walking through some like Miami tropical mm-hmm. garden, like, and she is in this full on eighties long dress that has 
shoulder pads and chandelier earrings and homeboys wearing like a white suit with like a red button it's down. It's very Miami Vice. It's they very are Miami. for their lives. Yes. Emoting from for eighty-three, <laughs> and it feels it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and like, and it's great it. because she is like laying into him, and he's like, oh, like you could just see it in his face. Yeah. And then when when he has his his own little verse, she's she's giving you like the full range of emotions, and her face like, uh huh, whatever. Like, oh, it's so good, <laughs> it's so good. And I actually really like his verse because even though he is still a cheating scumbag, like he kind of like does the whole like, oh, like you know, um, uh, ella me da cosas que tú no me das or something like that. So it's just like, it it actually adds depth to the drama. Mm. Like, exactly, yeah. Both you know. sides, people, both sides. <laughs> well, ooh, no, not all men. But, uh, <laughs> not all men. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, people no, cheat I, on I every just, gender. It's not just Yeah, men. but it's just it's just cool that it, like, it, it's not just like this guy getting destroyed in this song. It actually, like, it adds a little depth to the story, yeah. which I appreciate. Yeah, right. He has a side to his story. Exactly. There, which is <laughs> there not is something... a side to that. There's another side. Which is not something that you usually get in a song. There, right? I'm not justifying one. you. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know, no excuses. I'm just You're saying it's cool. not standing for cheating. <laughs> it's just cool that there's a little bit more depth to the story is all yes. I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Um, real, real. And where are, oh these folks, where are these folks based? So Pimpinela are from Argentina. Mm. Um, and and so we did um, one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done on Song Mess. Uh, it was actually with the same drinking buddy uh, that I that I told you about. Um, her name is Tanish. And um, she is she's just this Mexican fabulous like socialite. Um, and we did this episode called Señoras Bien. Oh, um, yeah. And it was all about these like classic like very like kind of a Latin pop that you just associate with like your tias or I your abuelita or your mom. I just love that phrase, señoras bien. Exactly. Too. And it's, it's just like, like all these señoras. very señoras bien. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you're, uh, um, I actually, the song, I, I was debating which song to bring because I was like, I'm gonna, obviously going to have the Sailor Fag song, but I was like, I want to have like a señora jam. And yes. like, and I was actually thinking of being, about bringing a, a, an Alicia Villarreal song mm. as, uh, called, um, Te quedo grande la yegua. Oh my God. And it's about like how the, she has this bum ass husband, which is actually taken from real life. Like he just used to live and mooch off her and like he wouldn't work. He was just a kept man. And she was like, Trash. Te quedo grande la yegua. You know, That's so good. Such, I also love that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Pimpinela are classic in terms of like, you know, catty, like angry, fighty banter. Yes. Oh, they're so good. I live. And a great Senora jam. It's such, it's a classic. I mean, this is, you know, Pimpinela are one of the earliest sort of um, names in this, again, this genre of like classic campy Latin pop, like, mm -hmm. you know, with like Juanga and Amanda Miguel and stuff, you know, Rocio. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big Pimpinela fan. Like, Amazing. Right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you for you. bringing them. I appreciate <laughs> you trying to cater to both of our tastes. I, I appreciate that. I feel seen. Oh. I feel seen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, it, it, if it had been a little bit more tropical, like I'm like, I might, I might have like gotten it on point, but I was like, I still feel like this is a good. No, I'm into uh, it. It's I didn't, yeah, I didn't grow up with it. I think I was too young too, because I was born in '84. So maybe if it was being listened to by my parents, but well, but yeah. this is the joys of Latin America. I mean, like yeah. you can still hear the shit on the radio today. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> throwback jams for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Like in Mexico, it was just like you know, it's like Juanga playing everywhere yeah, at all I mean, times. I know okay, about Pimpinela because of my mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like when I said Pimpinela, you were like, ah, you yeah. gagged. Yeah, I gagged. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pimpinela. Well, thank you so much for being on our show. It's yes, really fun to so finally much. collab. I'm so glad and this was possible. Yeah, thank and we will put 
We will put all the links in the show notes to where you can follow Songmess to make sure you get on that tip. Um, yes, and of course, all of the info about the songs we brought to this episode is also in our show notes. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. All that song mess. <laughs> hey, so go ahead and smash that follow button. You got to listen. Song mess. Thank you so much, so much for coming. No, thank you guys for being here, for, for having us. Yeah, you're so welcome. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, the three years, almost three years in, in the making this episode. I know. Mm-hmm. We've been like, mm-hmm. you know, texting each other and being like, mm-hmm. you know, we were waiting till we're all together. Which is we would have waited know, forever. <laughs> we would have waited forever, but I'm glad yeah. we finally just did it. Yeah, the clo- me as close too. as we're all gonna get for a very long time. Yeah. yeah. Now that there's three cities in the mix. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And hashtag support Brown Podcast. Hey. Just putting it out there. Yes. Yes. Well, thanks so much for listening, y'all. And you can catch us every Friday with a new episode. And make sure you're following us on social media as well. We're at Radio Manea on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes, as always, you're going to find all the information from the songs today on our show notes. And if you like us, if you love us, please leave us a review on iTunes mm-hmm. or wherever you listen. It super helps us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hasta la próxima, amores. Bye. Ciao. Gracias. Bye.